This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Buzz Hargrove is the past president of the Canadian Auto Workers and now a distinguished visiting prof at Ryerson University's Ted Rogers School of Management. Buzz, 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 good to have you on board. It was Thank a combination job. of Buzz happy and Happy to this. be here. Yeah, happy to have you here. Catherine Swift is also with us, a former president and CEO of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business and current spokesperson for Working Canadians. That includes folks like me. I'm a working Canadian. Indeed. How's, how's Swifty doing? Pretty much everybody is. Yes, I'm doing great. Thanks, John. All right. Well, let me ask you. I mean, uh, you might be chuffed by some of the proposals put forth by Andrew Scheer and the Conservatives. They're talking about uh, a 25% reduction in federal regulations over four years and a two-for-one rule when it comes to uh, sort of unraveling what they call a rat's nest of regulation. Good proposal? Yeah, it's a good proposal for sure. In fact, I would be very shocked if this wasn't the recommendation of the organization I used to head up, the CFIB. Um, this is this is actually a, um, a methodology that's been proven to work in other countries, uh, and even in some parts of Canada, British Columbia, a number of years ago, um, spearheaded uh, this kind of approach, and it was successful. And everyone, everyone knows we've got too much regulation, red tape, and so on from government. Of course, you need sensible regulation, but with all the layers of government, there's often duplication, Things are way more complicated than they need to be. Uh, give you some simple examples. Maybe you're required as a small business to file something monthly. Why can't you file that quarterly? Even something simple like that mm. suddenly drastically reduces that red tape burden. So it doesn't endanger anybody's safety, doesn't you know run into problems that way either. So uh, it needs a focus under Trudeau. Uh, and of course, the bigger the government, the more re- the regulation. So that And he's expanded government. Uh, of course, what he's done to the resource sector in general has also greatly increased red tape. So red tape has in- increased significantly under the current gang who has not, they've flapped their gums a bit, but they haven't really done anything substantive to reduce it. So it's even worse than it was, say, four years ago. And yes, it needs to be a target and it helps the whole economy. Yes, small business feels it the most, but it affects everybody, even even your average you know, working Canadian. Um, uh, and, and the costs, of course, are imposed on all of us in the form of higher prices and more, more complex uh, business environment. Right, and it's said that that, you know, when you've got a bigger company or corporation, uh, regulation is handled easily because they've got compliance officers. The small business is sometimes a mom-and-pop operation. People tied up in a lot of paperwork. You know, you got a small reno firm, and you spend the bulk of your waking hours filling out all these compliance things. Buzz, does it make sense then to uh, really curb by, you know, a two-for-one deal? Uh, every regulation that comes in, you take two out. No, I, do, I never agreed that, uh, that there's any formula that you can use to, to govern um, a people or a, or a country. Uh, get rid of regulation that's unnecessary? Absolutely. But there's a lot of regulations that are necessary. Uh, leave them where they be. And there's others, areas of the economy we need improvement. All right. Well, you know, they're also talking about a, a ministerial position, like a minister of cutting red tape. Uh, so having somebody dedicated to that role, uh, that shows you the significance in their minds anyway, of this whole regime, doesn't it, Kathy? I don't know about, about that. I'm not so sure. Uh, Make the notion work of job creating, for unemployed Tories. <laughs> creating creating a, a new job and invariably creating more red tape in the process, uh, I don't I don't really see as necessary. For one thing, we always opposed, when I was CFIB president, having a small business minister. We didn't need a small business minister. A small business is half the economy. You know, it, it hardly needs some little boutique kind of minister. 
every ministry should be important, should be considering that, you know, big chunk of the economy. I think if you had in the ministerial mandates, you put that red tape sort of imperative as a priority, that should handle it. You don't have to have a new minister expand cabinet and therefore a bureaucracy serving that minister, which will invariably create more red tape. So I, I don't know if that one's necessary. And you'd think if, if a minister was really doing their job, in the areas of their their responsibility, one of the first things they'd look at is, do we have any uh, unnecessary regulations that we want to get out of the way that hinder people's ability to do their work? You'd hope so, Buzz, but sadly, experience would suggest not, <laughs> more well, often then, than then not. Some super ministry that is telling them to do it ain't going to make it. No, no, I, I agree. Anyway. No, I totally agree. Yeah, but but everybody's w- expanding their empire. Don't forget that. That's <laughs> a natural human tendency, whether you're a bureaucrat, whether you're a minister of any political party. So when you create these things, you tend to create monsters. Yeah, fiefdoms. So if the guy were really honorable, he'd fire himself. <laughs> All right, just saying. <laughs> Let me ask you about something else that the Tories uh, are proposing here. They want to uh, change the Liberals' laws on small business when it comes to this passive investment. We know Bill Morneau went up that hill back in 2017, and boy, there was much weeping, wailing, and gnashing of teeth because they thought that small business people with private corporations were hiding a lot of this passive income to uh, get the lower tax rate rather than, you know, at 50% potentially. It was like 12.5% or 16%. So they're going to change that. The Tories are saying, you know, let's people, let people keep their passive income uh, would that be about fair? Is it appropriate? I, I don't know why the Liberals decided to go into this particular initiative in the first place. We had had a system in place that worked pretty well for f- over 40 years. Eh? They changed laws that were in place and seemingly functioning pretty darn well for over 40, year, 40 years. So I, it, it mystified me as to why they even went there. And then, of course, they got the incredible blowback, as they richly deserved You know why they get. went there? Because they thought there was tax they leakage. Thought there was, yeah, but you know why also? I'll tell you why. Because there's senior bureaucracy in finance that this has become their little co-celeb. They're, 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 you know, and, and they try this on for size with ministers, and Morno was dumb enough, frankly, to bite. Um, if there is abuse, and there's abuse to every... Any law has some abuse. You know, that's a given. There's no way they can't... Instead of killing the fly with the sledgehammer and affecting all businesses, uh, why not on the audit process, you should, you know, you should see the red flags go up when somebody's claiming too much passive income. The vast majority of firms, it makes sense for them to have a cushion. Maybe they're going to expand their business, invest. The notion that they're not going to have any of the, you know, passive income is a dumb term anyway. It basically means they've got some money put aside, right. maybe for tough times, maybe because they want to hire some more people next year or whatever the case may be. Right. Well, and if you withdraw it personally, you're charged personally. A personal income a tax per- rate. personal income tax. So, Buzz, I mean, uh, giving business people a break this way for future investment, going after that so-called passive income, the conservatives now passive, passive investment uh, income. Um, well, and, it's not uh, passive if it's active; it's actively invested. It's well, passive saying, if it sits. That there. was the words they used when they when they uh, attacked it, uh, because as a small businessman making uh, makes a few extra bucks and puts it into an investment, that return on investment they capped. Well, right, okay, that, uh, ROI. So the the question is, uh, does it make sense? No, I don't think it does. Uh, should there be, as Catherine said? Uh, somebody looking at if somebody's abusing that, if somebody's making millions of dollars and hiding it under a 12% tax versus whatever, uh, then that should be dealt with. But no, you, you don't you don't destroy the the house here to get the rat. <laughs> to get the ra- <laughs> the rat. Uh, all right. Well, uh, and so the liberals uh, by reversing this, it looks to me like it's a uh, favorable optics for you, Buzz Hargrove. 
No, it's not. Fa- I, I I wouldn't vote on that. I don't have passive. Fest, no, but you but can understand where there are a lot of Canadians that would have been impacted would be, by this. There in some provinces, of, they would have paid as much as 70% on that income. Yeah, I, I don't know that, John. I have not looked at it that Yeah, that's what the accountants say, that they could have paid 70% tax, yeah, which What is about pretty, income sprinkling? What about income sprinkling? Uh, you know, where if you've got uh, one high earner and then you've got members within your family, you know, you divvy things up so there's less of a tax hit. You in favor of that? Because that's what... Andrew Shear is promising as well. They're going to address that. Well, what what he's doing, and I think actually it's pretty smart from what I gain. I haven't seen gory detail, but I've seen the media coverage. And what what he's going to do is permit that for spouses, not for children. Correct. And I think that's sensible. First of all, there's a ton of small businesses are. Couple, uh, couples working in the Mom family business. That's mm. just a ton. But even mom and pop kind of downplays it because some of these so-called mom and pop are high-tech companies that are, you know what I mean, that mm. doesn't mean they're the corner store, not that there's anything wrong with that. So um, I think this is sensible that they're sort of coming back halfway on this. And it's and this is a red tape issue too, by the way, because auditing who is actually working in the company and so on in the family was going to be a nightmare of red tape. So I think this makes sense. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.